Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be the cure for flaky female behavior. Well, I got three emails that I'm going to go through with you. The first one's pretty good because this guy, he also includes his texting exchange. And based on the comments I got last week, it seems like a lot of you guys like it when I actually go through the texting exchange. So... It's a pretty good one because this particular woman actually, I think he liked one of her, they went to high school together, he liked one of her pictures, she messaged him, and even went so far as to ask him out on a date, but he made several dates with her, at least he thought he did, and she canceled all three of them at the last minute. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through and point out where he went wrong because Everybody that's watching this, every dude's watching this, has probably had something similar happen. And it is so subtle. There is such a small nuance that you can communicate weakness and indecisiveness. And you got to remember, attractive women, women in general, have been hit on by so many guys. They've learned to sense guys that have their shit together and guys that don't. And even though this girl started out obviously asking him out, he displayed enough indecisiveness and weakness that he didn't even get the date. So let's clean that up. And I got a really great success story from a guy who basically said he spent the majority of his teenage years up into his late 20s, as he put it, being completely useless with women. And obviously, he read the great epic book that I put out, How to Be a 3% Man, and it completely changed his life. So... And just remember, if you haven't read any of my books, you can read them for free. All you got to do is subscribe to the email newsletter at understandingrelationships.com. Put your name and your email in the little box in the upper right-hand corner. If you're on the uh, using a desktop or laptop computer, if you're on a mobile device, it'll be the first thing you see. Just put your information there, hit subscribe, submit, and boom, you'll go right to the members area where you can read it on the mobile device and for those of you that don't know i've seen some people they click through they go to the the uh the members area where the book is displayed and they click on the little button that takes them to scribd which is where it's hosted and then it asks you to become a member if you want to read the book yeah you have to read it on my website if you're on a mobile device if you want to actually download it in like the pdf format you can only do that for whatever reason that's the limitations of their script player. You have to do it on a laptop or desktop computer if you want to download the actual PDF and read that for free. So it's important. But as long as you stay on the website, you're able to scroll through in your mobile device and your tablet and read it for free on there. And then once you see how great it is, then go get the audiobook and the gorgeous hardcover editions like this or the paperback. So with that said, I got a quote that I wrote, and then I'm going to go through the email. And you may notice, by the way, that the Great Wall of Vagina is actually pink this time. Well, I was having trouble with my camera when I first started shooting. I was Normally, I have the blue background. It was fucking the computer up. It's not right now. It looks clear on my screen. So I figured we'll just stick with red. We'll stick with pink. Because people are always going, Corey, it looks like you got a bunch of vaginas behind you. So it's more perfectly colored for the Great Wall of Vagina. So with that said, let's go through the quote and we'll jump right into this guy's first email and see where he went wrong. The quote says, women love men who are confident, risk takers, and who go for what they want without fear. They like men to be direct, decisive, and, get, and to get straight to the point. They want you to be sure of yourself and what you have to offer. It's okay to be fearful, 
as long as you are not so overwhelmed with fear that you shrink from any and all challenges. They want you to be assertive but not arrogant and humble but not weak. The more confidence, humility, and humor, humor being the key, that you display, the more women will say yes to you. And that's what we want. We want more women to say yes to us, to choose us also. Without talking, remember, as I talk about in 3% Man, Mother Nature has handled attraction. She already thinks you're cute. But the moment you open your mouth, what you say with the tone of your voice and your words and your body language is going to communicate way more. And it doesn't take much, which you'll see in this first email. It didn't take much for this dude to just fuck it up. The more uncertainty, indecisiveness, and vagueness you display, the more they will say no and move away from you. All right, I've got a slight change of plans. As I started going through this guy's email, I get halfway through and he's like, I don't want this answered in a YouTube video. Answer it privately. I'm thinking, dude, the reason why you send me your emails is because you're hoping that out of the hundreds of emails I get a week, that I'll answer it in a video newsletter. So obviously I deleted his fucking email, but I went through it and I wrote down some key points of where he went wrong. And so you got to imagine a really attractive woman that gets hit on a lot. She has lots of of choices with guys. And so she's got to be able to separate the men from the boys. And I talk about this extensively in 3% Man about making plans because especially, you know, keep in mind, this guy hasn't, I don't know how many years it had been since he graduated, but he said he didn't really know each other well. And she obviously looked at his picture and thought, hey, this guy's cute. He passes her physical attraction test. But she doesn't know much about him. And so the only way she can determine whether or not he's really worth her time, in other words, he's really masculine and confident and he's got his shit together, he's got a busy schedule, and he's got his life and his purpose in order, is in the plans. And so I went through and I got some key things that I pointed out because you'll see as I go through these where he went wrong. You know, as I talk about in the book, your job as a man in the courtship is to create an opportunity for sex to happen. Hang out, have fun, hook up. You do this in the evening. You don't go to lunch dates and coffee dates. Those are the kinds of things that you do if your intention is friendship. And so the overall theme that I saw with his texting exchange with her was that he basically communicated that his time was worthless, that she could waste it, she could cancel plans at the last minute, he was unsure of himself, he didn't make a definite time and place to meet, he left it up in the air. And so I I wrote some bullet points, I'm going to go through them, but the key thing is right when he started to try to make the date, Instead of saying, hey, how about we go here? The idea is a man, you know what you want. You're going to go after it. And so you've got an idea in mind of where you want to go and a place you'd like to take her to. But instead, he asks her where she wants to go. So right off the bat, that's going to ring little alarm bells in her mind and think, "Mm, this guy's asking me to kind of run shit, lead, be the leader. I want a man who knows what he wants. He's direct. He's decisive. He gets right to the fucking point. So already, as soon as, even though she was the one that suggested getting together, their initial text exchange was like, hey, how are you? How have you been? I've been great. Great. It's great to catch up. And she's like, hey, we should get together. And he's like, well, where do you want to go? 
So it's like right away he starts communicating weakness. Instead of saying, oh, I got a great place. I'd love to meet up for a drink and maybe we'll have dinner or some appetizers or something. A lot of fun. How about, and how about this time? Or what day are you available? So he asked her what day she was available and she told him what day she's available. So she asked him to get together, which is great. Shows that there's high interest because obviously he passed the physical attraction test just from the pictures that he had on his Facebook. They went to high school, but he did say that they really didn't know each other that well. And part of the problem in the exchange was they made a coffee date and he didn't make a definite time to meet up. And so he also, he asked her where she wanted to meet. And then what she does is she says, hey, it's up to you. Remember, women will help you if they like you. So she's turning it around, basically saying, hey, I want you to be the leader. And so it's just amazing right away. It's like she just automatically goes into testing and seeing what he's made of. And he just starts fucking falling down because he, he has no idea that she's testing his strength to determine whether or not he's even worth her time. And he literally talks her out of going out with him because she recognizes he's probably like he's like 99% of the other guys that don't have any confidence, aren't sure of themselves. They don't have their life, their purpose in order and know what they want and expect to get it. He's just displays constant weakness with her and he's totally willing to jump through his butt but and she's not. So he suggests a place to meet and then she suggests a different place and then he agrees to that and then so at noon on the day that there's I guess they're supposed to get together in the afternoon for coffee uh, at noon on the day of the date he says hey, are we still on to meet today? Something along those lines. So there's no confidence in there. I mean, when I make plans with my friends or my family, I don't go, oh, are we still on for today? It was like, of course we're on. I'm busy. I'm gonna make, if I'm going to put you on my schedule, I expect you to be there. And if I have people that are flaky or that are late, I just don't fucking hang out or associate with those people in any way. That's why it's important to be direct, decisive, and get right to the point. If he'd have made a definite day, definite time, definite place to get together and meet up for a drink and something in the evening he wouldn't have had any problems but as soon as he starts going eh, where do you want to meet and basically asking her where she wants to go because he's thinking i'm being nice to her i want to be extra nice to this girl because i like her and i'm going to treat her extra nice and somebody i don't really care about she senses right away that he doesn't have any you know his balls haven't dropped completely and he just continues fumbling the football. So obviously when he says, hey, are we still on? She says, oh, no. She's, she's like, I, I picked up a shift at work and I completely forgot about our coffee date. It's like, well, in her mind, you, you could say, how could she forget? Well, the, in, in her mind... He didn't really make any definite plans. It was just kind of vague up in the air. She didn't know what time. And she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll go into work or whatever. Because again, because he's kind of communicating like his time is not very valuable. And he's obviously not very busy or he just doesn't value his time. And if you don't value your time, women are certainly not going to value it. So after she says, oops, I forgot about it. She says, how about... She says, can we meet tomorrow instead? And, he, and then he tells her, well, it depends on the time. Now, if you say something like that, 
you have to you have to mean what you say and say what you mean and mean what you say. And so already she's sensing weakness. So he says, well, it depends on what time. And then he also says the afternoon is better for him. And what does she do? She goes, well, the morning's better for me. <laughs> and then she says, well, would next week work better for you? <laughs> so if you're busy and you've already told her that the afternoon's better, just say, God, I'd love to see you, but I just can't make the morning work. And I was like, yeah, let's plan on meeting next week. But remember, he just told her that the afternoon is better. And he's so excited to meet her because this is the kind of thing that doesn't happen very often. It, very often he doesn't get to go out with a girl he really likes and really wants. And then when she says, will next week work better for you? He said, I can make the morning work with a big smiley face. And then, of course, he texted her the next morning to ask if they were still on. And she goes, ah, shucks, I got called into work. Gosh darn, oh, shucks. So the moral of the story was he was willing to jump through his butt and rearrange his schedule for her at the last minute. He made coffee dates during the day, no specific time, instead of in the evening. She tested his strength. He revealed he was weak and he was a pleaser. In other words, he didn't have the balls to stand up to her. And if you don't have the balls to stand up to her, then how are you going to protect her? How is she supposed to feel safe and comfortable with you? It's not going to happen. His time was, to you know, so it's just funny how, especially what I really like is he says, well, I, you know, the afternoon's better for me. And she's, you know, so of course she's naturally going to, well, the morning works better, but how about next week then? If that, does that work better for you? So it's like she gave him an opportunity. And he's like, oh, no, I can make the morning. So in other words, it's like what I talk about in my book. It's like you're, he's changing his opinion to match hers, to please her. So he's displaying tons of weakness. And then so right after that, he says, well, you know, what's your schedule like next week? Nothing. And, and you know, as the last email, it had been several days since he heard from him. So she just ghosted him, completely blew him off. And he's thinking, what the hell? I thought she, I mean, she liked him. But he communicated weakness, just a few things in his texts. And she could tell right away that he didn't have his shit together as a man. So she saved herself the time of going out on a date and being disappointed. And now, obviously, she's busy. She's got a career. Now she can spend her time with a guy that actually has a busy, busy schedule and is not going to get jerked around. But, I mean, you see how fucking subtle that was? It's like she asked him out. And over the course of a couple days, it goes from, hey, let's go out to complete radio silence. Now, the average guy that shit happens to, and they'll be like, I don't understand women. It makes no fucking sense at all. Well, she used the phone to screen him out. She pre-qualified him and recognized from his behavior in the text that his balls hadn't dropped yet. And so he's out. He's done. Toast. Sayonara, sucker. So this next email that I got, this is actually an update to the video that I, the last video that I did, which was called Texting After Your First Date, When to Text, When to Chase, or to Back Off. Now that video came in, I think originally in March was when I had flagged it. 
And so what I do when I get emails is I'll flag them and then I, I'll go through and I'll see which one jumps out at me and what I get a good feeling about. And that's typically how I pick these things. And this one happened to be just whatever reason I was going through them looking for something good and that one popped up. So I answered this email. Let's see, we're in what, August? In, in, of, in of August? So it's basically about five months old when I answered it. And so this guy continued to watch videos and read the book and he had a, a good success story, a good update. So if you haven't seen that one, again, it's texting after your first date, when to text, chase, or back off. And so he included his texting exchange, and I, and I went through that in there. And um, it just showed, you know, showed how I pointed out where he did right, what he did wrong. And so you can go back and watch it. And so this is the update. He says, hi, Corey. It's awesome. Thank you very much for the detailed article and video. You're 100% right about the way I'm perceiving myself. I'm still working on it, but luckily I've made much progression since I wrote you the email. I love that. I mean, this is a progression. Success is a process. And it's a pro in other words, in order to feel successful, you got to feel like you're making progress. And the goal is to get a little better each and every day. And this guy obviously did that. He listened. He followed instructions. That's why I say read it 10 to 15 times because it, it ingrains it in you. You don't have to think about it anymore. Like this last guy in the first email, he's obviously new to, new to my work unsure of himself, just displayed a little bit of ink, hint of weakness. And this is a very attractive woman who's got her shit together, just like that. Talked her right out of going on, going on a date with them. He says, by the way, you may be interested what happened with that girl. She called me two days later, and unfortunately I missed her call, so I asked her out via text. She said she had only dialed my number by mistake and sent me another strange picture, which didn't make any sense. Again, she ignored my invitation. At that point, I was a bit turned off and just replied, no problem, smiley face. Get in touch with me when you figure out your schedule. We'll plan something then, which was a correct response because basically she's kind of wasting his time. You, again, like I talk about in the book, 3% man, you don't know what's going on. There might be an, an ex-boyfriend or she might be dating an ex-boyfriend from two times ago or a guy that she thought it was going to go somewhere with. Then it wasn't going somewhere with, and then all of a sudden she's hot for him, and then all of a sudden the guy she really liked comes back in the picture. You display a little bit of weakness and indecisiveness, kind of like the first guy, and then boom, she disappears. She goes cold on you again. So listen to me say, it says about four weeks later, she called me again. She only let it ring one time. I didn't bother because at that point I was already dating another girl I was really into, and that girl became my girlfriend. Happy ending. Congratulations, dude. I think that's fucking awesome. That's why this is part of having an abundance mentality. It's you can't get too excited about one particular girl, especially when you're you're learning this stuff. Because having other women in your life when you're learning this and you're learning to display strength, having other choices and other options will give you a little bit of swagger. It'll make you a little cockier. It'll make you a little less willing to put up with bullshit and help you respond the right way, unlike the first guy did. So let's go through the third email. And this guy is a success story. He's been following me for a while. He says, hey, Corey, I don't even know where to start with this email, but man, you've changed my life. I'm 28 from England, and ever since I was a teenager, I was useless with women. I was very co fairly confident, so getting a first date was never the issue. My issue was, after a few weeks of dating somebody, my needy, insecure, serious self would start to show through the cracks. 
Needless to say, the women I dated started to become less available, which would make me pursue even more. This is basically, that was my teenage years and my 20s, basically. I was this guy. And it fucking sucks. And it's like that guy in the first email, it's like I was constantly doing things like that and I had no idea. I mean, back then we were using telephones pre, pre-texting days and pre-WhatsApp and Snapchat and Facebook Messenger and email and all those things. He said, I had had enough of this happening to me and was starting to wonder why girls like me to start, but after getting to know me better, they distance themselves from me and eventually break it off. Scrolling through YouTube, I came across your page and started to watch video after video. Thinking back now, I was like, all these videos are all about me. This is such a common problem. And it's really a mind fuck. It's how we perceive ourselves, how we look at the world, and we act consistently with however we view ourselves to be. If you don't think you're worthy, you're going to behave just like the guy in the first email. And without even knowing it, you talk a girl who likes you right out of going out on a date with you. Because... Again, a beautiful woman's got lots of choices and lots of options and she wants to go out with a guy that's got his shit together. And quite frankly, most guys just do not. As I could relate to 99% of them, with this in mind, I downloaded your book, 3% Man. In April of 2018, me and an old female friend got in touch over Facebook after she had split up with her boyfriend of four years. We met, so this guy did it right. He's kind of similar to the first dude. First guy suggesting coffee. But obviously this guy knows because he read 3% Man. He was, remember what he said? I'd had enough of this shit. He got to a point in his life, he's like, that's it. No more of this bullshit. I'm going to figure this shit out one way or another. He became a serious student and followed the principles in the book. And therefore, he displayed strength from the get-go. We met up for a casual drink a few days later. This was the first time I had seen her in over five years. We had had a really good laugh and the conversation just flowed. Later on that evening, I received a text from her telling me that she really enjoyed herself and that I seemed different and a lot more funnier than she remembered. Love that. I replied to her the next morning telling her it was great to see her too. I instantly received a text back. No sec. Boom. Right away she texts him back. Why? Because she really likes him and she doesn't want to fuck it up because he demonstrated high value consistently unlike the first guy who demonstrated a lot of low value this is this could have been the first guy but obviously he's pretty new to the work i instantly received a text back telling me it would be good to do something else hint hint please make another date with me i mean that's high attraction i replied asking her when she was next free lo and behold she was free the following friday I'd gone from girls telling me they were too busy to a girl making herself available. That's a night and day difference. Just a couple little subtle things of how you handle your texting or your messaging. It's a difference between success and blue balls. Anyway, cut to the point. We continued to date each other and eventually she brought up being exclusive to which I agreed. It's a textbook. 18 months later, we are engaged and about to buy a home together. That's fucking awesome, dude. Corey, I cannot thank you enough for your advice. This girl is the love of my life, and without you, I would have had no chance of getting her. 
One of my friends has had seven relationships. He constantly argues with every girlfriend he has had until they eventually split up. Well, as I talk about my book, men that understand women, they don't argue with them. I tried to tell him about your work and he laughs at me. Who's laughing now? Ha <laughs> ha. Even though we're engaged, I still read the book and watch the YouTube content as I feel it's important now not to get complacent as old habits could easily come back. And that's why as long as you continue to do that, that you will be successful. So if you've got a situation or a challenge in your personal or your professional life that you would like to get my help with, you can go to my website, understandingrelationships.com, click the products tab, the top of your screen on any page of the website and book a coaching session with yours truly. And until then, I will talk to you soon. <laughs>